Welcome to She Illuminated. I'm Jana Fuchs, a licensed clinical psychotherapist and soul coach for burnt out women and moms looking to take control of their stress and say hello to a more joyful life. I'm also a mom to two incredible young humans, one of whom is autistic. Together, we will dive into real, raw, and messy conversations about intuition, vulnerability, and the resilience of the human spirit. We all deserve the gift of connection to ourselves and to our lives. So let's spend a little time together here, and perhaps we can walk through the rest of this day feeling just a bit more brightly illuminated. Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome to She Illuminated. I'm your host, Jana Fuchs, and I am so glad that you are tuning in today. Whether you are a working mom in the corporate arena or are rethinking how you can build a successful career in the online world, you are about to be crazy inspired and empowered by listening to the interview that is about to follow with my special guest, Katie Reed. Katie is a successful longtime psychotherapist, though not currently practicing, special needs mom of two, international conference speaker, retreat leader, and seven-figure business owner with a successful Evergreen Coaching Program for Therapists. Katie's decision to start her online business changed her entire life for the better, and she now helps other women from around the world to grow their lives too. In fact, Katie was the inspiring and fiery force behind my own decision to expand my longtime successful career as a psychotherapist and delve into the world of online coaching, and for me, specifically focusing on moms raising ADHD or autistic kids, which has just been such a rewarding opportunity, and I've just had a blast while doing it too. And on that note, for moms who are ready to unlock bliss, and embrace parenting beyond labels, the waitlist is now open for my three-month online interactive group coaching mastermind. So we're going to kick off our group in April, and you are a candidate for this powerfully transformative group if you are a mama who is fearful that you simply aren't enough or that you aren't doing enough for your child, family, or at work. You might be exhausted from being everything to everyone or confused about who you even are anymore outside of the role of mom or wife. You might feel resentful that your parenting journey looks different than what you had originally imagined. You might feel guilty that you aren't loving where you are right now as a mom or that perhaps you didn't catch your child's diagnosis earlier. And most of all, you're probably feeling isolated or alone in your momming journey, like well-meaning friends and family members who adore you, who want to support you, do their best, but they just don't quite get it, even though they try. And so I want you to imagine what it will feel like when you are sure that your best days are ahead of you rather than behind you, when you're confident of your ability to make strong decisions, and when you really feel just free to love this 
chapter of your life without the guilt that you're not doing enough to support your child. And you'll be able to set the appropriate boundaries in your social and professional relationships because you will be coming from a place of groundedness and abundance and connection, okay? So you can go to www.janafuchscoaching.com backslash bliss and claim your spot today because the group will be kept at 10 members and we already have the first three signed up. And I should say there's two more spots because I promised if you listen to the last episode that the first five members to sign up will get a free additional one-on-one private coaching session with me. So I have already three spots filled up and there's another two who will get that free individual coaching session and then we're going to cap it at 10. Okay, so let's dive in. Welcome to the show, Katie Reed. Thank you so much. That was such a sweet introduction. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Thank you. I have been like months dreaming of this moment. So the fact that you're here today, that you said yes, that you were happy to do it just truly means so much to me. And beyond that, I think it's going to mean a lot to the listeners who are clearly going to gain a lot of wisdom from you. Okay, let's get to the good stuff. You talk openly and publicly about your being a special needs mom twice over and how that role will always be number one for you. And solidarity, I'm wondering if you might share how old your kids were when they received their diagnoses and how life felt for you and your family back then and how you specifically managed to attend to your career as a psychotherapist while raising two special needs kids. Yeah, it's such a good question. My kiddos were four and one when we first got their diagnoses. So they were young. We were still in anybody with a four and a one who's been there before knows that those as a stage of just utter exhaustion and the one-year-old wasn't sleeping and the four-year-old was go, go, go all day. And so it was a very tricky time. It's funny because often us moms, we know before we get any sort of official word, like we know something's different, something's going on. And so I had, when my oldest was born, we kind of knew early on there were some differences there. And I had decided not to go back to my full-time job. I was a clinical director at a large community mental health agency. I had decided I wouldn't go back full-time. And instead, we had worked out this schedule where my husband would work during the day and then I would go see therapy clients at night. So we had gone through a period of a couple of years where we kind of were like ships passing in the night, trading off the parenting thing. Like the minute he came home, I was running out the door. I would have the kiddos all day. And then it'd be like five o'clock and I'd be putting on the work clothes and the makeup and going into the office. And so it had been this very exhausting schedule for a couple of years already at that point. And then all of a sudden the days changed drastically, as you know, because suddenly there's 10 million services and there's a million different appointments to go to and there's just constant stuff every day. And so that became crazy, especially with two kiddos diagnosed at the same time when you're trying to manage both schedules. And so 
We kind of kept doing that, but it was a very high burnout way to live. We were both very tired. My youngest had really severe, very like clinical level sleep issues for the first, gosh, more than four years of his life until we finally found a doctor and a medication that worked for him. So with all of that, we were like so sleep deprived. My poor husband would leave for work, get halfway there, realize he like didn't have his laptop for the office, stuff like that. We were just both so sort of discombobulated all the time. And so it was a challenging time. At the same time, of course, you're grateful for the diagnosis. You're grateful for help. You're yeah. grateful for the experts who are there. Some of these young women that we worked with were just so lovely. They became like family because you're seeing some of these people yeah. like every day. You know, you're really like in each other's lives. And so we were doing all of that. And it was very crazy during that time. And then the opportunity had come to move. And so then once we had sort of gone through those first couple of years of dealing with this crazy schedule, then with my husband's job was this, oh, hey, we'd like you to think about moving over here to a different state, which then added in this whole other level of complication. And it was after that time, actually, that I had decided finally to take my business online because once we crossed state lines as a therapist, I was suddenly unlicensed. And I was at the beginning of this long relicensure process in the new state, and I needed to make money. I still needed to be bringing in income. And so I started doing some online things. I had been a copywriter. I started offering copywriting services, trying again to squeeze in what I could around the kiddos' schedule. And with trying to get all new services set up in a new state and get things rolling and meet new providers and all of that. So I will say it was a very crazy time of life. Life. It was certainly not an easy time in any way, but I'm still in a weird way, the way things work out, it's worked out well in the end because it did all of that craziness and needing to have a more flexible schedule and not being able, like as a therapist, you have to turn your phone off and put it away. And I was like, I can't be the parent that just turns my phone off and puts yeah. it away. And my husband couldn't do that at work either. And so it was like, we needed somebody who could be there and always be available. And so needing to figure out how can I create a life, a working life where I'm making income, but my kids and their schedule and everything is first. I'm not beholden to somebody else. I'm not beholden to a boss or a company or anything else where they come first and I can make this work with what they need. And so it's amazing to think of, oh, that might not have ever happened if they hadn't been special needs kiddos. We might have just had the totally typical life. I don't know. And so it is interesting to look back at that and realize that that I think when you are given that challenge, so many of us, it's just that ingenuity that comes out in you, that creativity can really push you forward in interesting ways. As I'm listening to you, first of all, I'm like exhausted to hear. I like the burnout that you must have been feeling in that very early time. And it wasn't just like it lasted for a few months either. This went on for years. And a level of clinical like sleep impairment for your son meant to me, for me, that would be a level of clinical impairment for me as a parent. I'm just like, I wanted to like go under my covers and hide as I was listening to you talk. But also listening to you talk about how this thing almost happened for you, right? Like the diagnosis. And it's not to say that any of us choose this, right? but it's like a, one of those like mindset kind of like wrapping your mind around, okay, what is my mindset going to be now? How can I make the reality of my situation work 
for me. And my gosh, like you really did that. Yeah. Um, and was there some sort of permission that you needed to give yourself to like think outside the box of doing what a lot of therapists feel like they can't do or they shouldn't do or, you know, like therapists are therapists and coaches are coaches and kind of right. like that whole, did someone help you to kind of like think that way? Or did you just say, you know what, I'm going to figure out a way to make this happen and make it feel completely ethical and wonderful and all of the things. You know what's interesting about that? I can say when I first started the business, and this is interesting how this happened too, which is why I'm actually a huge believer in online sales funnels because they changed my life. Yeah. <laughs> I was, my youngest son was in a preschool program when we had moved to where I live now in Arizona. He was in this preschool program, but he wasn't potty trained yet. And so I had to stay with him. You weren't allowed to just drop your kiddos off if they weren't potty trained. I was the only mom that like had a kiddo who wasn't potty trained yet. And it was at this cr big, crazy gym setting. It was a really cool preschool. It was like super athletic. They ran around with all this gym equipment. It was really cute. But I had to sit just on the side the whole time he was there waiting in case he needed to go potty. And so I would sit there with my laptop. And it's funny, I was studying for new licensing exams because I had to take new exams in the new state. So I would sit on the side with like all these preschoolers running around me trying to study for exams. And during that time, I ended up somehow through a Facebook ad or something in a sales funnel for a person who was teaching people to create their own online businesses, not anything to do with therapy or coaching, but more like how to be a VA or how to build a website, those types of online skills. And she had a very different story than mine. She was somebody who had gone through a divorce and husband got custody of the kids because she didn't have a good income source. And so she had been very determined to teach herself this stuff to create the income to regain custody of her kids. But and so it was like another mom who I was like, oh, well, that's kind of a struggling mom like me. And she did it. And she like created this huge business from it. And I ended up like going through her sales funnel and eventually after thinking about it for months and months, eventually like buying her program and just learning to build my own little first website where I offered copywriting services. And in the beginning, I was just doing that for therapists. I just thought I'll just help therapists with their marketing. And the coaching thing slowly evolved only because I'll be really honest, teaching therapists to market an in-person private practice, I got bored. You can only say the same thing so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, there's only so many ways to do it. And I was like, I'm getting so bored of this. But I would have these clients slip in who'd be like, actually, can you help me? I'm trying to put out like a course for firefighters who have PTSD and I want to make the course for them. Or these people who are like, I think I'm going to start a coaching business. Do you know how to market that? I loved helping with that marketing. That was like exciting and different and you could step outside the box a little bit and I loved it. And so slowly but surely, that's what evolved over time. And then more and more, I started only serving therapists who were growing into coaching and that evolved into the certification and the program and all of that slowly over time. It's really interesting. As I was listening to you talk, like the word that comes to mind is, is like freedom. It's like the opposite. Like you talked about like feeling bored or like stuck in the same old, like how many times can you recreate the same thing? And then right. as you went into talking about as doing it for people who are looking to get into coaching, like all these possibilities and fun new ideas and like sky's the limit thing kind of 
came to mind for me. And that's also the opposite of how it sometimes feels when you're in the thick of having just received your kid's diagnosis and you feel like, as you were saying, confined to the schedules of OT and mm-hmm. all of the various therapies PT and, speech, and yeah, right. all of exactly. it, right? So it's like the freedom when you put, it makes so much sense to me that that was the thing that you were attracted to. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm so in awe of what you've been able to create. Oh, thank you. So I th- It's been fun. I think that's the thing with the nice thing about creating your own business and especially online is that you can just keep going towards the things that are fun for you and you can keep reinventing and moving in new directions and people do it all the time. And I kind of love that. I've never been somebody who just wanted one job my entire life. And so that's the great thing. I think as women, especially, we have so much chance to do that now. Yeah, that really resonates because I very much believe like until the day we die, we are always evolving. So long as yep. we are open to receiving that message and to influencing our own lives instead of just it being the other way around. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Did you have any fears about making the change? What advice would you impart on other women who are maybe exhausted or burnt out or in a situation where they're struggling as well, whether they're raising a neurodivergent kid or not, and feeling like maybe how you felt a little bit earlier on and like going back in time, you know, it's like, what would you have to have known at the time? That's such a good question. Let me think. So I think for one thing, I remember when I first started, I think sometimes we see people online on Instagram and whatever who are like, have a million dollar business, make a bazillion dollars by tomorrow. And we get that pressure. We need to do that. And the funny thing is, for whatever reason, I did not really believe that I would be that successful. And I went into this business saying to my husband, because at the time, again, we had moved I couldn't bring in an income doing the one thing I was licensed to do, which was being a therapist, because I had to go through this long relicensure process. And so I was like, I need to bring in some income. And I remember so clearly saying to my husband, I'm just going to try to make enough for groceries, babe. I will just try to cover the groceries in this little business idea. Like, I'll just get a little copywriting client maybe here or there. And I felt like if I could at least contribute that it would help the family and it would be something. And because of that, then when I was making enough to buy the groceries, it felt amazing. It felt like a miracle. And it didn't feel like, oh, I'm crap because I didn't make $20,000. It felt, oh my God, look, I made $200. I was so excited about it. And it grew from that. And I can tell you, I remember so clearly the first time I ever made $5,000 in a month because I couldn't believe that this little business idea where I, and I'm like, I knew nothing about tech. I knew nothing about building a website. I just learned all this crap from like YouTube videos. Like I was just trying to figure it out as I went. And I couldn't believe that this little business idea had actually made $5,000 in a month. And you do, when you look back, you almost savor those moments more because I also remember very clearly the day my business crossed a million in a year for the first time. And literally that day, I was so busy 
Then I was like, oh, that's cool. Anyway, and it was just like back to work. So I just had so many things going on. And so it is, you learn, you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, that was an amazing moment. Like a, a 5K month had felt so unheard of. And so in a way, I almost want to say to people, don't look at the, oh, that one girl online made seven figures. Like, don't look at that. Look at the, what do you mean for, for your family? What would make your family feel a bit more of a cushion right now? Would it be $1,000 a month? Start there. Yeah. Let that be your goal. And then you don't have this crazy pressure to be perfect out of the gate because we're all going to stumble and figure it out. I, you might have heard me tell this story before. When I first started, I had built my first little rinky-dink website, like I said, like from scratch, like watching YouTube videos. And it was rinky-dink. And I was offering my copywriting services for therapists. And I was just putting it out like on my little Facebook page. This was 2018. And I knew one woman at the time who I had just met a couple of times been passing, but I, I knew her a bit. And she was one of like the bigger sort of therapist, marketing, coachy people at the time. And I sent her my website and I was like, hey, I'm doing copywriting. I don't know if you have any clients or this might be helpful. And she wrote back to me and she was like, this website is crap. She didn't say crap. I don't know if we can swear on here. And she was, you can. This is crap. Yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she was like, this is terrible. It looks terrible. I don't know what you're doing here. I wouldn't send this to anybody. And I was devastated because, of course, this had been like weeks of my life trying to figure this out and make the buttons work and make this happen and make that happen. And so I was devastated and I wept and I cried to my husband and I was like, what am I doing? I'm a loser. This was such a horrible idea. And what's funny is I cried for a day or two. And then there was part of my brain that was like, maybe it is terrible. Maybe you should just go see if you can make it better. And the truth is, I sat down and I redid the whole website from scratch. And it went faster the second time around because I had learned everything I learned the first time around. And it was better. And if somebody hadn't said to me, this is crap, which was a horrible experience in the moment, but... I wouldn't have been forced to make it better. And so those little things, like they feel terrible in the moment, but you do grow from them. It is that sort of growing edge of, okay, let's actually look at this feedback and yeah. make it a little better. Yeah, the way I hear what you're saying is really resonates. It's don't look at the top of the mountain because you're just going to yeah. feel like it's impossible to get there. There's just, right. how are you going to get to the top of that mountain? Only the ex very experienced mountain climbers get to the top of that mountain. Right. I'll never be that. I don't even ever set foot in the gym. But it's like, okay, well, what's like something within reach that's one step? That's yes. like maybe a little bit of a stretch, but you can do it. And just take that one step. And yep. then like, how great will you feel just from having taken that one step? And then- yep. Take the next one. And that, yeah. And I think within that too, making it personal and not arbitrary. Because we can pick an arbitrary number. We yeah. can say, I want to make yeah. $1,000 this month or $5,000 this month. But that's arbitrary. And truly for me, when I started, I was like, how much are we spending on groceries? Yeah. Like my family, can I make enough to buy the groceries from my yeah. little business? Yeah. And I think having that personal number where you really look and you say, okay, once I make $200, I'm buying the groceries this week. Mm -hmm. That feels like such an accomplishment Yeah. as opposed to the, oh, I didn't make a thousand, so I must be crap. It's that really personalizing it to you. Yeah. It's your why. And I think I realize this with myself all the time. And I see this with my, my own clients. When I lose sight of my why and I'm just like in autopilot, that's when I kind of 
stop trying. That's when I hit my like roadblocks. That's when I like lose my motivation. And so I know and I might be just operating a bit outside of my values. So when I come back to my, why am I doing this? Why is this important to me? Why is it that this is the work I want to do? And if you can't answer that question, okay, then what do you need to change? What is it that you do want to do? What is your why? And yeah. for you, your why was like, yeah, that's like a real pragmatic reason to be right. groceries. Yeah. Exactly. And I remember it went from groceries to where I was like, okay, I wonder if I could cover the mortgage. I just like little yeah. by little, you're like, what's the next goal? And then both of us were driving crappy old cars. And yeah. so then that became obviously a much longer goal of could I save up enough that we could both eventually replace our 10-year-old falling apart old cars? And so it's like a little by little climbing. I remember, oh my gosh, when the goal became, can I pay off my student loans? And then that, I spent that whole year being like, I'm going to make and save enough to pay off my student loans and being able to write a check for those, which was amazing. You know, and I just want to say this is only six years ago because you said it was 2018 that we started doing like the copywriting stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I want to ask you, do you ever just like stop and just really think about that? Like how badass you are? I don't know if anyone ever feels that way about themselves, but thank you. I I appreciate it very much. One of my biggest things that was so exciting to me is that this summer I was able to take my family to Europe. My husband's family lives in England and we had never really brought the boys and they were finally at like an age and a development level where, and they were eating enough different foods and things like that where we could make such a big trip. Big deal. A big deal. And so we did that huge trip and we did England and Italy. And that was so amazing to be able to do that and have a business that was still running while I was gone and while I was traveling and have all of that. And it was amazing to be able to do that. And that kind of was that moment of, oh, wow, this is really what it's for. These life experiences, these family memories. We talk about that trip all the time and all the different memories. I just put up a photo wall in my house with a bunch of pictures of the trip. Like It was such an amazing memory. And being able to have something like that feels so meaningful. And really, it's funny. I Recently, I have partnered up. I have a new business partner, and we're just launching a brand new program together right now. But really, our focus has expanded beyond just the therapist world because she serves uh, business owners across all different niches. And both of us are really, her name is Haley Burkhead, but we're both very passionate about women in online business, particularly because I just think the opportunity to, especially if you're a mom, to be able to be there before and after school. I always think how amazing it is for my kids. Now it's by chance, of course, COVID happened. And my husband has ended up working from home 90% of the time since COVID, which was unexpected. Like he used to have to drive into an office. Now he works at home. But I always just think how incredible actually for my kids that we are both here before and after school with them. Like it's amazing. It's amazing. And that they're still seeing a mom who works and who's at her desk and who's doing meetings and doing all the things. But we are both here with them. When there's a little fun run and stuff, we can walk over and watch in the middle of the day and come on back. Like we're here for whatever they need. And that opportunity is huge to be able to work a schedule around what your family needs first 
I'm so passionate about that because there is just so much opportunity out there. It's endless. Yeah. And the more women that I've spoken with recently since I've launched as a coach as well, the more I'm having conversations with people that this is where women are going to now for for work as they're transitioning out of their corporate jobs because it's just not sustainable for so many mothers Especially if you have a child whose needs are more specialized, yes, it's really not sustainable. It puts a strain on the entire family. And I also think that especially if, well, this is kind of true of many women, I think that we are just so conditioned to like accepting the crumbs of financially to make crumbs. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. And we don't, like it. It makes us angry. It pisses us off. But at at some level, I think many of us still just accept it. And we're like, oh, well, I guess that's just the way it is. And I know I can say as a therapist, that mentality is still very much alive and well. And so Mm -hmm. I think I'm feeling something now, like some sort of like energy shift in women and their moms who are therapists too, that something is changing. It's like women are getting more fiery and ready to think bigger than crumbs. I love. Yeah. Like a part of that is like daring to like dip their toe in and see if it's possible. And I love seeing women give themselves that permission. Yes. It's amazing. It's amazing, isn't it? I think there are some cool things, too, that have come out of when I even look at like the sort of shift from Instagram culture to TikTok culture in a way has almost leveled the playing field more because I feel like when Instagram started out, it was like, okay, the famous people on Instagram are going to all look like supermodels and all have this really amazing curated, incredible feed of like professional photography and stuff. And then along comes TikTok and it's like people in their bed in sweats, no makeup, nothing. Yeah, They're just sharing information or sharing stories or whatever they like or whatever's quirky or entertaining or funny about them. And again, I'm like, oh my gosh, we're actually in this world now where anybody can just jump online and share what they care about or what they're excited about. And they can build a following and they can build a business and they can build all of these things. And you no longer have to have capital to start up and you don't have to look like a supermodel and you don't have to be Harvard educated. You don't need any of those things. You're just bringing yourself online and being you. And I love all of the incredibly brave people that have just stepped out and started doing it and have paved the way for so many of us. Yeah. Yeah. It really is incredible. And so I want to ask you next, maybe you partially answered this, but I just want to see if there was like a first time for you looking back when the aha kind of like clicked for you, when you realized that you had something hugely impactful, successful, and life-changing on your hands in starting Clinique Coach Academy? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I guess my brain doesn't think that way. Oh, this is life-changing and so impactful. I get it sounds probably more grandiose than my brain would allow me to be in that moment. <laughs> I get it. I think I did have wake-up calls along the way in terms of 
the income from online business and how that could impact my family. And in terms of seeing like therapists stepping out of their therapy roles and moving into coaching and then the waves that they were creating in doing that. And so I could probably talk about both of those things. I remember very clearly, not Clinic Coach Academy, but an earlier program that I had, which I had done all this big work and I had planned this big launch of this program and put it out there, working like crazy for this launch week. And I remember at the end of that week, that launch had brought in $70,000. And that was such an absurd amount of money. That was more yeah. than I used to make in a year, even yeah. as a clinical director yeah. at jobs. Yeah. I had well, that's that a before, good amount of money. You know, yeah, completely. Yeah. And the fact that had come in a week. And now, of course, I had a program to deliver. Like I had the months of work ahead of me of delivering it. But that was mind-boggling to me. And that's what helped me start to understand actually the power of taking your business and your message online and yeah. bringing people in and teaching people what you know. And that was huge. And then there were other moments, I won't necessarily call out specific clients by names, but there were moments of either early clients coming and saying, we had clients coming to us. I did in the really early days too, when I was doing one-on-one -on -one clients who would come and say, oh my gosh, I feel like, like the shackles are off, like from the therapy world, because they suddenly felt so much more free to be themselves. Yeah. They felt so much more free to even very often, if you step into coaching or consulting or building an online course, not all the time, but very often you're building something around an experience that you've had. You're building something a lot of the time for a previous version of you. Yeah. And so these clients who were like, oh my gosh, like, I'm actually getting to talk about this. I'm actually getting to help people with this thing that I'm passionate about because I freaking lived through it. Like I went through this and now I get to help them as opposed to it sitting in the therapy chair where they had felt like, oh, I, even though I've had this experience, I can't take over the session by telling this client about it. So I just won't say anything. And so they felt, oh my gosh, or my clients who were super spiritual or kind of woo, or very creative. And they felt like they always had to keep that part of themselves hidden. And now they're like, wow, I'm doing my spiritual woo creative coaching business. And everything's great because these people who speak this language are completely drawn to me. And so getting to see that and just the impact and sort of the circles that go out from that. And just there's like the beautiful side of it where you're stepping into more of who you are, more of, hey, maybe this is why I went through this. Maybe this is part of my story for real. Maybe that's why I had this hard experience because now I can use it to help other people. And honestly, getting to see people go through the freaking challenging parts that I'm sure you're familiar with of marketing is scary. Heck yeah. is scary. And it's a whole learning curve. Putting yourself out there, just becoming more public about what you're doing, yeah. putting yourself out there and saying, hey, I'm open for business. I'm looking for clients is so vulnerable. It seems like the most simple thing in the world. And most people honestly will just look past it in their scrolling, but to you, it feels like your most vulnerable moment. Yeah, and so yeah. seeing people kind of overcome those hurdles and start to build the calluses and start to go through those learning curves, that's exciting too, because I know for me, all those difficult things, those things that I was like up in the middle of the night trying to figure out were the best learning for me. They were what I learned the most from and they're what I continue to learn the most from. And I love that. Yeah. And so it sounds like your why was and still is helping people to discover their why yeah. and helping to hold their hand, so to speak, through all the kind of growing pains and yes. imparting the fact that that you went through similar 
trials and tribulations. And I think part of the reason also, Katie, you've been so successful is that you are so genuine. I just feel like what you see is what you get. And it's clear that it's not just like you fell into good luck. You've made your own luck. You really have. Right. I do think you have to. Most of us are not born with a silver spoon. We're not born with things just handed to us on a platter. There is an element of that, making your own luck and stepping into your own kind of strength and power and confidence and whatever it is that you're trying to find and develop within yourself. And often, a lot of women don't realize like how many things they know that are actually so valuable that other people would pay for their knowledge or their help or their guidance or coaching to get through these things. We take a lot of things for granted that we know or that we've experienced. Gosh, down to like, if you're good at growing freaking tomatoes, you could have a million dollar business tomorrow teaching people to grow tomatoes. There's all kinds of opportunities out there. And so just realizing how much is out there, that inspires me just to see people changing their families' lives. Yeah. I just, I want to circle back for one sec. So you talked about your kind of like what you're doing currently and how you've partnered up. And remind me one more time her name, because I know I've seen the informational for it online and my ears Uh perked up, but tell me about what it is that you're doing now and kind of like reaching an even wider audience, not just therapists who are looking to get into the online space. Absolutely. Her name is Haley Burkhead, and she's lovely. And it's funny. We are such opposites in so many ways that it's great. Like we have this huge age gap between us. We have totally different strengths that we both bring to the table. And it's been this really amazing partnership because we've both been able to be like, ooh, I'm good at this, so I'll do this. And you're good at that, so you do that. And we're just creating all this new stuff. And really, we came together, interestingly, because 2023 was a very hard year for a lot of people in the online business space. And I don't know if you've been hearing that from your friends or other guests. A lot of people don't want to talk about their hard years in business. But the truth is 2023 is a year where both Haley and I are pretty well connected with a lot of other women, a lot of other business owners in the space. And this was a weird year. People were coming out of COVID. They didn't have the extra money, like the extra kind of government checks that had come in during COVID and things like that. They were turning extra money again towards things like travel that they hadn't been able to do for the past couple of years. And a lot of business owners, their businesses actually suffered and slowed down. I know amazing people who left online business because it was just too much. Like they were like, I'm so sick of struggling. I'm just going to take a break from this for a while. Like amazing business owners. And so Haley and I had come together late last year just talking about what is going on. And we created a marketing lab where we just started talking to everybody saying, what's going on in your business? What is working? What is not working? What do you see in your clients? What has changed in the online business space altogether? And what developed out of that is actually a really cool new funnel and system. And we've been building it out. We actually start Monday with our very first beta group. I'm not sure when this will air. It will probably be, we'll be long into it by the time this airs. But we have created a new funnel and a new system really based on what we heard over and over that modern clients, modern buyers want. People are very savvy right now in the online space. They don't have extra time. Like they don't want fluff. They're very savvy about what they're looking for. And so when you create something that is really so specific to that person that you most want to work with, 
it's incredible just how quickly you can scale and grow a business from that. And so we have just put our strengths together and we're really excited about this new program. And yeah, we're heading into beta right now. We're frantically building all of our materials behind the scenes. To I cannot wait to hear more about it. I I'm definitely, excited. yeah, I will be circling back to you at some point <laughs> to look yep, into that perfect. one. Okay. And so tell us about what's next for you in terms of you've talked about this new funnel. Are there more retreats coming up? Because I know you just recently started doing retreats. Thanks. And yeah, tell us about those or like workshops or summits, anything. Yes, that it's such a good question. So right now, all of my attention really is focused in two things. It's supporting current clients who are in the Clinic Coach Academy and my grads, my alumni who are still out there building their coaching businesses. And then all my other rest of my attention is focused on this new program right now and building that. We have done one small little therapist retreat. We have one more coming up here in Arizona in just a couple of weeks, which I'm really psyched about. And then beyond that, it's funny. I have had an idea for a bigger type of retreat slash, not a conference really, more of a retreat, but just bigger, not so tiny, not the 10 people or less, a bit bigger. I have been sitting on an idea for that for quite a while. And in working with Haley, I was telling her about my idea. And so I think we will develop that idea. And it's nowhere yet. There's nothing that Joe, I can't say, go to this website. It is probably a year or more in the future at this point, but we're both excited about it. And so it would be a place for probably women mostly to come together and really have that very conscious like a, a pause where you really take a pause and where you really take stock of all different areas of your life and all the different domains. And what are you going to do? And where do you need to change? And what's not working? And what is? And really doing that in a very guided, conscious way, which I love that type of deep work. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I love it. I get like more spiritual kind of like vibes. What's the I've energy that you want to draw business. from? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because I think we can't, divide those things out from our personality or from yeah. our business. And so uh, typically, like you and I coming from the therapy world, we know therapists are very intuitive. They're often very spiritual, however they define that. But they're really coming from that place of just, I need the time and space to sink in, to be yeah. with myself, to know yeah. where I'm coming yeah. from, to know what my own thoughts are on this. And when that's who you are as a person, you can't divide that out or shut that off from your yeah. business life. Yeah. So being able to bring those all in together. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And yeah. to me, it's like a holistic view yeah. of business, you know? Yeah. Okay. And so... Katie, I want to ask you, where can people find you if they're interested in learning more about you or working with you? What's the best place? Let me, yeah. So katiereed.com is usually the best place to start. And I have one of those names that can be spelled a million ways. So K-A-T-I-E-R-E-A-D.com. And I'm sure we'll link it down in the show notes. And that's usually the best place to start. And you can find me there and find whatever projects I have or whatever's upcoming if you just start there. Yep. And we will absolutely link it in the show notes. And I want to ask, will you one day grace us with your presence again? And yeah, like I would just, I would love for you to come back. Oh, I would love to. That would be amazing. Thank yeah. you. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I just want to say from my heart to yours, thank you. Just thank you for being just 
such a source of really, truly of inspiration and support and being like such a stellar human who like helps the rest of us not feel alone in it and just like acknowledges that, yes, this is, this can all be overwhelming and we can make it work and make it work for us. And I just, yeah, you're incredible. So thank you. Thank you. You are so sweet. You are way too kind and I really appreciate it. (laughs) No, and it was so awesome to be here. And I'm so glad you and I both being moms had a couple moments where we had to keep rescheduling, but we're finally together. Yes, we made it happen. Yes, Yes. I love it. All right, Katie, (laughs) I will say to you, it's been such a pleasure to have you. I hope everyone enjoyed hearing you as much as I did. I have no doubt. And until next time, keep shining brightly. If you have enjoyed the show and want to learn more, you can follow me at www.sheilluminated.com or email me with comments and show ideas at jana at sheilluminated.com. If you're interested in working with me as a coaching client, contact me at jana at jannafuchscoaching.com. And if this episode meant something to you, please consider supporting the show by taking less than one minute to rate and review the show. It makes all the difference in the world to help spread the word, and it makes it accessible to wider audiences everywhere. You can also take a screenshot of it and share it with a friend or on your socials. Tag me, Jana Fuchs Coaching. And as always, may you walk through the rest of your day feeling just a bit more brightly illuminated. Until next time.